Delaney. And it's Katie, and this is Classically Black Podcast. Where we talk all things classical music and being black in the profession. With trappies playing in the background. Please don't do this. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, when is that going to (laughs) stop? Thought I'd throw me a little fermata, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You saw how I went up and I went down? You saw that? You see me. Oh, you don't be on TikTok. You don't get that reference. Oh. Well. You see. Somebody somebody out there got that. You see me. Well, here we are. Yep. 102. Dang. It's like, it's exciting. Yes. But it's like, we we spent so much time leading up to 100, so now I just feel like. See y'all at 200. Climate permitting. Uh-uh. Okay. <laughs> well, we'll be at two years soon. So, there's another one. Oh, cute. I forgot. Oh, we about to be in there like swimming. We can't even do nothing cute. They're probably like, y'all uh, Y'all always celebrating something. We celebrated, what, 50, one year, 100, now two years. I feel like there was one more. But maybe not. I mean, you know how many podcasts fail? Yeah. Like when uh Crystal Kid Fury said they're they're about to do eight years. Yeah, I, I was said, like, oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> the heck are you talking about on the eighth year anniversary of Classic Black? Exactly. They always have content. Like they will always have content. They yeah. talk about pop culture. Like it's only so many times you could. Tchaikovsky only got six symphonies. Okay, it's only so many times you could re- you could remix that. <laughs> well, they've been doing it for the hardest time, so. If we were actually, if we were going to stay true to classical music, then we would be on air for the next 300 years talking about the same thing. If we were going to stay true to classical music, every other episode <laughs> would be by Beethoven. So. Yep, actually. Looking forward to being 16 years on the mic with you, Delaney. Right, classically classical. We should change our name, classically classical podcast, period. Yep. Also known as classically white podcast, same thing. Okay. Well, perfect segue into the news this week. I barely added the story in because I in only reason why I really did. I mean, if you look at my notes for the episode, the one bullet I point. <laughs> I made a mistake that one time. I'm like, I cannot believe this is what this girl got written down. The one bullet point I have for this story, I literally don't even. I just can't. Um, and the only reason why I'm talking about it is because I said I would last episode. So that man, that um, he's a composer. Um, this white man, I think his his name's Daniel Elder. That's what his name is, and he wrote Don't this. I didn't know her prior to this either. Um, but apparently, good. no, apparently he's um a a choral composer because when I talked to Trayvon about it, um, he was like, oh, I'm throwing away all the music I have from him. So apparently he has his some of his music, but I think he's like he's a choral composer. That's why. Um, so not my neck of the woods. Um. Yeah. So he has a uh, a blog, if you want to call it that. Um, and basically he came out with his blog post called "What Did He Say?" Equity silences the muse. I think is the name of it. <laughs> and so basically, it was this man going on about how equity is actually oppressive to white men. Audacity must be on sale this year. It has to be. You can't tell me. The fact that tell you tell me it's not. 
the fact that you came out with a whole thing, and I, you know what? Now, I mean, I read it. I read it before we even took our break, and I haven't read it oh, since. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I skipped it. It was just too much for me, right? And um, now part of me wishes I had it taken out excerpts because some of it was truly just comedy for me. Like, and and you know, like I, the fact that people like this exist is not funny, but the fact that he really wrote this with a straight face, and he feels this in the core of his being, is maybe he wrote it for the Onion. <laughs> I mean. Why people want to be oppressed so bad? It's very weird. It's it's strange. It's very strange. Like, Chad, you're not going through anything. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's really annoying. And it's like his argument is that, well, white men just, they just compose more. And um, why do you think that is? And we should um, check our identities at the door. And I'm like, last time I checked, this brown don't rub off. So, like, (laughs) what are you talking about? That is embarrassing. And basically, um, equity is, um, it it silences the muse, quote unquote, in in terms of, like, that whole thing about, well, you know, you shouldn't be even thinking about nobody's identity when it comes to, you know, what they're, um, what you're programming and, oh, and that doesn't matter and, and X, Y, Z. I'm just like, okay. Anyway. Um, like this is a, this is an instance where everybody can't be saved. Yeah. Like y'all want to be oppressed so bad and it just doesn't make sense. Um, if y'all, want to either laugh or roll your eyes or do both at the same time um y'all can i i put the link in the google doc i don't know whether or not i'm gonna keep it in there because also traffic to his site you know yeah so yeah i'll make people look it up yeah so maybe if y'all just want to google it because if he gonna get any more um well that's what i should have done i should just take take screenshots (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so y'all can read it and not <laughs> that's so trifling um, it's so, perfect so y'all can read it and not um, uh, give his sight any traffic but yeah it's basically just him crying about how he's a white man and how that's a crime now and um, you know etc cetera, etc cetera. Um, and apparently worst thing you can do in America is be a white uh, cisgender man so my heart oh, goes out to so hard yeah my heart goes out to all the white cisgender men out there (laughs) um i hope that you guys have the strength to get through this especially the rich ones and the able-bodied ones i know you guys are 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 truly going through it um and i couldn't think of any other experience harder than yours so um wow to be a white cisgendered straight male in America. Yeah. Ooh, how do y'all do it every day? Looking forward to the memoir. Right. I mean, ooh, Chile. A long walk to freedom for you all, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, swing low, sweet chariot. Coming for to carry y'all home. Huh. Nobody knows the trouble y'all have seen. Nobody. Not even you guys. <laughs> Man. 
the yacht or the Lamborghini today? Which one shall I pick? And, and you know what? I just I totally forgot because I have it in front of me. He mentions R. Kelly and <gasps> how <laughs> and how and how the fact that he's come on under uh scrutiny uh doesn't he said it needn't tarnish the purity of the song's message he's talking about i, oh. I believe i can fly i said so that told me everything i need to know about you that, sir i remember that actually yeah that's everything when i saw that i was like yeah i think i i think i got enough now I, I i see what you're saying and these are the same the very same people that program wagner because and that's a that's a the bigger conversation about how like yeah the conversation about how does the does is the art separate from the artist i'm like if the artist is a racist no <laughs> if the artist assaults people or violates people no like what are we talking about y'all can't be this dumb <laughs> did we y'all can't be this dumb did we all go to the same bubble school i mean that's another problem no we did not I just this is giving me flashbacks. I told you it's a it's been a minute, you know my memory, but and also my memory when it comes to things I don't wish to remember. Um, but he said that he is acknowledged and not celebrated. He's upset because even when they are picked, so even because mind you, nobody has stopped playing white male composers. No one has stopped. And, and I and guess what, they will not. They won't ever. And ever but he thinks because we're celebrating some people barely anyone is celebrating um the black composers women composers any other type of composer that even when his work is picked and the work of white uh cisgender men is picked it's only acknowledged and not celebrated go white people like what <laughs> what do you want <laughs> what do you what want? do you mean it's not celebrated i guarantee you there is a celebration for beethoven eight times a year do you know what celebration means like celebrated is how one can go through their entire undergraduate music history curriculum and not talk about anyone who's not white that's celebration like he's an embarrassment. He needs someone to tap him on his shoulder. He needs somebody to tap him on his head. See if it's hollow or what. It has to be hollow. <laughs> like, like I, I, don't, I can't even like find the words for. It. I just don't know what to tell you. I feel like you are just everyone can't be saved, and you are one of those people. I just I I have no words. This is so tone deaf that it's it's almost laughable. It's like I don't know what to tell you. I'm like yeah. Go, go have your little neo-Nazi listening parties then. He gonna really feel it because somebody, some publisher already dropped his music or whatever, and it's no longer selling his stuff. So he really gonna feel the effects of this. You thought she was being ignored then, huh? Okay, right. You better get on YouTube and learn how to self-publish. Exactly. I don't want to tell you now. Now he gonna be a uh, um uh with the little penny in the mug, please, sir. Yay. Can I? Can you spare a quarter? Nope. I mean, Christmas is coming up. He could um go work for them people that be outside with the red. You know what I'm talking about? Outside, they be outside the grocery store with the bell. Y'all don't mm-hmm. do that in California. I don't know. There has to the be someone like who knows that. what I'm talking about. I'm sure there is, but like the the I think the Salvation Army does it. Like they have the red money thing, and a dude be outside. Sometimes they be dressed like Santa, and they be ringing the bell. 
you're supposed to put money inside i think i oh i think i know what you're talking about yeah well excited to see you outside of kroger we don't even have kroger i've never been there but um i mean kind of you got fufu same thing oh well i mean a grocery store <laughs> so speaking wow. of what you nothing about the worst yeah you so. are not oppressed well speaking of equity and if you want to oppress more people by you know being equitable um project spectrum is having a a conference right now called diversifying music academia colon oh don't do that uh, (laughs) building the coalition um so it's happening now it started on uh the 11th october 11th but it's uh, happening every sunday from 4 to 6 p.m eastern um until november 1st uh so you can uh register for the conference free of charge um and you can also of course since i'm talking about this literally smack dab in the middle of it you can um register for it um and get videos to the past sessions um they're going to be available on their on the platform that they're using to host the conference um just a little bit about project spectrum um it's a graduate student-led coalition of music theorists, musicologists, and ethnomusicologists, i.e. music academia. Um, and their mission is to shift the large-scale culture of North American music academia toward equity um, by confronting the racism, sexism, ableism, xenophobia, homophobia, transphobia, and settle, uh, settler colonialism, and other forms of discrimination and injustice, and also to bolster community, share resources, and hold space for academics who are marginalized by the academy so i'm going to be linking uh their website where you can register again for free um i didn't catch some of their uh first uh weekend of sessions um so yeah it's pretty lit you know they it's, it's a lot they got a really really great turnout especially for an online conference it was like 500 some people what yeah like I was like, okay, period. People are tired of Zoom. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe, and it's also because, I mean, um, it's a, a graduate-led thing, so it's probably, like, you know, not same old, same old. You know, like, it's really, like, the future of music academia. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, check it out. That's all I've got. Okay, so it's time for the intermission. And today's intermission, so on Twitter, a trend, it's not, it's okay, yeah, it's a trend. A little trend that's been going on um, is like blank has been living in my mind rent-free. And what that means is like, on the simplest of terms, it's like you can't stop thinking about that or like maybe not so much you can't stop thinking about it, but like, it just keeps coming up like randomly in your mind like it's literally taking up space in your mind so like for example today i tweeted delaney not liking sweet potato fries really lives in my head rent free because i think about it randomly i'll be like sweet potato fries are so lit especially when you get the good ones that be sprinkled with a little bit of salt and sugar and then you dip 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 into the um into barbecue sauce like sweet Disgusting. potato fries and so it's not like i every day in the morning i'm like Dun, I, can't, I can't but it's <laughs> you're not like what what do you not like what were you saying anyway but like rent, it, lives my, it lives in my <laughs> mind 
um because it's like you know it's taking up space in my mind because I cannot believe that so I asked Delaney to tell me three things that lives in her mind rent free about classical music it's very broad very open just three things in association with classical music or in classical music that lives in her mind rent free do you want to go do all three of yours you want to go back and forth let's go back and forth to give me some time because I told Katie before this the first one I had I forgot so we're gonna see if it's three things Uh, (laughs) very good (laughs) um yeah but like Katie said yeah it's just something that just keep coming up in in your head every now and then so yeah something that lives in my mind and free is how these instruments really have the audacity to need maintenance but who gonna maintain me and my mental health I gotta do all of it I gotta maintain everything while you sit there being inanimate my fingerboard like once how long have i had this viola since 2015 okay once every like two and a half years the fingerboard loves to descend to touch the viola and i was looking at it today and i was like it's like a half a centimeter before it's touching the thing because i was like i noticed my string height a little bit higher like when you go into the stratosphere and i'm like you know what? i'm just gonna ignore it till it goes away because i'm not paying for that i'm not i don't care like i'm not going to a luthier also i don't I don't live near the amount of, I don't live near Luthier. Mm-hmm. Like I, I can go to Nashville. I can go to Atlanta. And before I do any of those things, there's I might no go Luthier in Memphis. Mm-mm. How do they have an Atlanta. orchestra there? And there's no Luthier. It has to be somebody. I, I was, I've been meaning to ask. It um, might be like, not like an established Luthier, yeah, but like somebody who somebody does in their house the, or something. Yeah. Like how, like you, cause there's a, a guy in um in RPO who uh he like he rehears bows and stuff but like he don't got like mm. a shop yeah like in Evanston everybody I'm not gonna say who it was but everybody was like raving about this dude doing a bow bow rehear so I mm. went to what'd him. you say his name was again anyway <laughs> anyway he did bow rehears and like I went and I just wasn't like amazed by it but also like I'm I'm rarely impressed by a bow rear like I don't know what it is I think it's because my bow is already so rubbish I've said this all the time and it's like I need a new bow but also I mean it's either gonna fall in the sky I'm gonna get a sugar daddy so it's gonna be one of the two okay. until then I'm gonna keep the ball I got but um yeah he it's like a little shop that's like not listed on the internet or anything you kind of just go there um but yeah i've been meaning to ask because i need to but you like i said before i do all that i might as well just go to chicago to the person that made my viola um yeah wasn't that mine (laughs) okay so something (laughs) something that lives rent free in my head is Mr. Taylor said something to me that literally has ruined viola for me since he said it to me. And he said, he actually, he said this like multiple times to me. He's like, almost in tune is not in tune. And that really destroyed the whole game to me because it's like, but it's almost in tune. That's, it's, it's almost there. And I feel like that's good enough. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> If the A is flat, you know it's an A. You know what I'm saying? When a strawberry goes bad, it's still a strawberry. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that really just messed up the whole game for me because I was like, wow. But it's almost. 
Cause I mean, like we let's not act like nuance is not a thing, you know. Oh, come on, like you're not gonna tell me sixteen cent sharp is the same thing as five cent sharp, you know, like that. And other, cause if it was, then we wouldn't even have we wouldn't even measure in cents. It would just be one note or the other. I just feel like effort in classical music needs to be valued more. <laughs> like if I'm playing, if I'm playing down one in an audition. You know, I get to the little part. You know this part is hard. You know what I'm saying? You know it's hard. You know it's hard. And I get up there, you know, and I miss the high D. I hit a C sharp. You should be like, wow, but she tried. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Second round. You know? You know? That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. But, yeah, that was my mind run free. I be thinking about it all the time. Especially when you do, like, intervals. When you be doing intervals and it'd be almost there, be like, period, Katie. And it's like, that's not mess up the game for me, dog. Mess up the game. Love that for you. Thanks. Um, something that's been living in my mind rent free, you know, I think about it. Um, I saw I was joking about auditions because now you're gonna say that black people low in quality. That was a joke for people. Well, they're gonna say that regardless. So, <laughs> people who, that was an actual joke. And first of all, right, I don't let think, don't let right, uh, what, uh buddy boy hear that right. <laughs> lowering the quality. <laughs> also, I got a new figure for Don Juan, so I'm not missing the high D period. Period. Um, something that's been living in my mind rent free is the get ups that y'all have been having on doing these socially <laughs> distant uh <laughs> rehearsals. <laughs> Why you say it like that? They're not get ups. Oh, I don't know how, if y'all have seen. I mean, there's been a couple things. It's the slit in the mask or like the cut hole in the mask for me, and also more even more than that is the woodwind PPE. Have you seen the bassoon one? I would like to not comment. It's a whole bag and nothing is out except for the vocal. Because I feel like at a certain point, you really have to be like, it's not that deep. At a certain point, you really have to just step back and be like, look. Um, (laughs) Like, you really have to. (laughs) Do we need to hear Mozart 40 one more time? Or can we just stay home? Like, I feel like y'all could take one year off. I'm not trying to stop nobody bag. Yeah, but like, with saying, orchestras, I know that people depend, you know, for they, you know, they got families to feed and, and such. For her conservatory, it's like, take a year off yeah, I'm practice. Talking about, I'm talking about schools. I'm yeah. talking about, like, okay, me with a fellowship talking about, well, take a year off. No, I'm definitely talking about school. <laughs> I'm definitely talking about school, but I just feel like at a certain point, like, it's not that deep. Because I feel like, Memphis Symphony started last week and it's like you're spread out everyone's an orphan and then there's um what's it called little shields next to the woodwind players mm-hmm. not like they didn't go get a whole bunch of hefty bags and, and oh, okay. wrapped everybody up you know what I'm saying not wrapped everybody up okay uh, one thing that lives in my mind, uh, run free is okay. So there's this piece for viola called the Hummel Fantasy, and the last little—it's not a movement, but the last little bit. Hummel did that, you know. Let me not guess a white man, but like, baby, did that like 
and then the little variation you know because i was gonna do some extra stuff we really could just end it now you want to you want to do all this like little uh virtuosic adjacent stuff so it's like yo i just be playing it randomly just random like i i played that piece in 2013 and i'll pick up my viola and just play it out of nowhere rent free might have been 2012 it actually was 2012 come on remembering that's the only thing i can't remember so anyway um okay so what this is my last one because this is the one that i knew i was gonna say because i was gonna say it in the intro but then when you said this was the intermission i was like period something that lives in my mind rent free is my grandma's opinion of classical music because (laughs) (laughs) so i mean i think we said on the show like when we were doing put me on and we were talking to my sister about classical music. We were at my grandma's house and we told her that we were trying to convince my sister to like classical music. And my grandma was like, ooh, good thing y'all not talking to me. <laughs> but the other day I was over there and we were talking about like, like music programs in black communities because my job is building one in like a, in a black neighborhood. And she was talking about like how they need to do something to like, connect more with the people who are there because she was like not everybody want to play that type of music like classical music she was like classical music uh-huh. and, I, and I, I just wish y'all could hear her voice because I can't do it but <laughs> she was like classical music it don't do nothing for me it don't uh-huh. make me feel it don't make me feel happy don't make me feel sad <laughs> it, what a, she said um it don't make me feel nothing. All I know, all I like is that one song that go da 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 da, and that's about it. After that part is over, I don't care about it. <laughs> First two bars. <laughs> well, period. We can listen to that because it go da 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 for the whole thing. Not after that part is over, I don't care about it. Oh my goodness. Not it don't make me happy or sad. <laughs> it don't. <laughs> no emotion that's what my sister was that's what i want to say that's what danielle said talking about she don't (laughs) what do you think of classical music nothing nothing (laughs) like literally just like like not even (laughs) not even a violin right that's the crazy part because i was like danielle like you know that like you think of anything if if i say any word there's going to be an association that pops into your mind but that's what cracked me up the most about it because it's like blank if i say if i say the word yellow there's gonna be something that pops into your head i say classical music nothing everything you know out the window <laughs> like like that you know that thing like a beep, okay you know <laughs> or like when squidward was alone on the episode uh, of spongebob damn but even then he had alone yeah all different words at least he had that <laughs> Whew, that's hilarious. Uh, one thing that pop- that does my mind me- run free. Okay, so this is like kind of like a finesse, but it's not really in classical music. But this is something that my student said to me, and I teach her classical music. Uh, just I had I have a student every everywhere I go. I get a student that like not how do I say I don't have classical management issues, but like um. It's gonna give me a little run for my money because I, I used to act up 
So, um, in a in a former life. But she would one day she was like I said on the show before, but one day she was like, Miss Brown, how you vegan and you thick? And like <laughs> Yeah, actually, kisses are the worst. <laughs> they are terrible. What? Why I was would just you so that? off by that. <laughs> I was like, "Leave me alone!" Oh my god! How you? How you vegan? If you, how you so thick? If you vegan? I was like, "Look, girl, leave me alone." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I thought about that randomly a couple days ago. I just have to write that down because that's hilarious. (laughs) I forgot about that. (laughs) Like, I literally randomly, I was just like doing my hair, and I was like, I cannot believe she said that to me. (laughs) Like, I I can't, knowing her, I can't believe it. What possessed you to just bring that up? (laughs) (laughs) That was my mind rent free. But yeah. I could see why. (laughs) Sometimes just be like, kids like especially like that's why i love working with like middle schoolers like, the, the personalities are freaking hilarious like they'll be like i remember when i taught public school i forgot for whatever reason i i, I must have like looked nicer than normal and they were like uh-uh miss brown your boyfriend picking you up at the school like what you doing like just like <laughs> no boundaries just like miss brown you got a boyfriend Oh, okay. <laughs> Who texted me around your boyfriend? Why are you smiling like that? Your boyfriend texted you. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm like, you're you're literally twelve. <laughs> What's on my phone is no concern of yours. That part. <laughs> but yeah, so hilarious. Just funny. Just my, hold- my current student is not trifling, but he's but he's sweet. He was up the other day. He was like, "This was a good lesson." Wait, I was like, "Oh." Mm-hmm. He's so He's very cute. nice. He was like, "This was a good lesson." I was like, <gasps> "I was like, ah, okay, pedagogue." Yeah, okay, okay. Forgetting you everything by lessons? next week. You giving out good lessons? Let me sign no, up. No, I'm cleaning up the mess other people made. Is what I'm doing. I mean that. I mean, and there's plenty to do there. Right. I'm. It's, it's a shame that making an effort is <laughs> is the criteria for that. You know, making sure that people know the difference between a whole note and a half notice. It's kind of vital information, but okay. I mean, honestly, stuff be look. We're gonna talk about this later, but stuff be looking stuff be looking real good and real nice. But when you go into some of these programs, you know exactly why there's not more black people in classical music. And it's like, like it's why? really just. Of all the things to let slide, why note values? Note values. <laughs> how to read key music signatures. Right. You ask a kid what what a key signature is. Sharp. <laughs> God, Lord, take me home. <laughs> like it's just bad. People, you have no idea. It's the trenches. Like, like I, yeah, That's you literally would never see anything like it until you go into some of these programs. It's really unfair. It's unfair, I mean, but but like, yeah, y'all doing y'all making a difference, right? These are the ones that are gonna be in the Chicago Symphony. Think, think one of the unwritten rules: the Chicago Symphony is knowing not to play C sharp in G major, right? Or just knowing but, what G major is. 
or knowing where the G string is or knowing that G major starts on G and perhaps ends on G. Mm -hmm. You would be surprised. You would be surprised. (laughs) It's just like, I I would love to sit in on like, like, cause it's like, how, what? I I, I don't understand how we got here. Like, like what, what, like what, what was taking up the time in those classes where like not one thing stuck especially since it's hours after school it's like it's not one day a week right for 30 minutes it is hours after school we're talking about we're talking 10 hours 10 12 hours a week Oh, and if I ask you to if I ask you to draw a natural sign or jump off the Empire State Building, you would unfortunately have to pick the latter. Jesus wept. <laughs> um Yeah, and then it also sucks because it's like then with this whole situation with the virtual learning, it's like mm-hmm. there's so I mean it you be, you know, you are actual Educator, and it's like I'm like, dang! Ouch. If other if people who actually do this are struggling with it, like how I'm supposed to? And then also like, and it's not even just the whole thing of like teaching an instrument can be a physical thing, but also like students like um n- not having access, not having a tuner, not having because there's some students I'm like, you got students learning virtually that don't know how to tune their instrument. Oh, yeah. tuning is is the trenches. It's like, what are we gonna do? You know, be like turn it to the right a little bit. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, yeah but like, <laughs> one girl couldn't turn her pegs. Her dad had to be like, okay, so when you and that's this, worse. Pegs are worse. Than it was gears? very bad. It was very bad. I was like, <clears throat> excuse me. Her dad came and I was like, okay, now listen to me. You look like a very strong person. Do not crank that giant. <laughs> like, oh. like, like the soldier boy, okay, <laughs> push in and turn it a little that, bit. Cause like <laughs> at least with us, like all you gotta do like is just turn it. Like, and it took so much longer because it's like when you say turn it just a little bit or like don't turn it too much. Like you know, like how they know what is relative to mm-hmm. you know. So it's just like it took forever to. Okay, now a little bit back the other way. Okay, yeah, okay, it just now, takes so long. It's so so long like and one of my students doesn't have uh fine tuners so that was ghetto and especially what in special studio class now we gotta do that for everybody wait you're doing studio class Mm -hmm. girl i put them on mute i'll be able to play with me yeah yeah yeah. we do that we put um like usually have one only one person unmuted Mm -hmm. but um but i just mean for like tuning oh girl we just jump right in we did because that last got, time but then yeah. when we had somebody tune on their own it was like the scale just didn't make any sense because you just played second finger on this string and went to the other string open and it sounded like the same note <laughs> so <laughs> it was like to a certain extent and it's like they know like he could hear that he was like wait a minute and he thought he did something wrong and i'm like no your instrument's just not in tune it's just way out of tune you know and it's just so it's like difficult because it's like they hear wait that can't be right and it's like it's not but it's also not your fault you know yeah i think for me for me my, i have a i have the advanced studio so like one girl uh, advanced studio for advanced teacher makes sense one 
a lot of the girls are in the in the in the in the music school. Right. It's like there's a certain amount of accountability that has been taken on their own. So that's like it's not perfect. Trust me, because it's not. But <laughs> that one time when you said she's not a beginner, she displays like one. <laughs> and does it's but you know what what i will say about this student that y'all will never know who i'm talking about is that right until i write my tell-all memoir (laughs) why that would make it in i don't (laughs) (laughs) but wow you know what that's why i i do have a i i never gave up on a student like never i've had i've had had to let some students you know take their course but Mm -hmm. i don't give up and this particular student, I mean, it was rough. Just, it was very rough. But when I tell you that bow arm was cooking, because I was just like, I even said I didn't want to teach her. I said I did not want to teach her this year. And she came back to her first lesson without even thinking about it, and that bow was straight. I was like, you know what? Period. But that was another thing I was going to say about the challenges. Like, it's not even just a physical thing. Like, the tuning is ghetto. The physicality of, like, not being able to see everything is ghetto. But also, like, you know, you got... I got a, a student that has a newborn in the house, you know, and multiple siblings. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, like... <clears throat> You know, having to do something, not having a you know a setup. You know, some students don't have printers, don't have reliable mm-hmm. internet access. Like it's just so, but like as if there was not enough in the way. But the printer you know, thing, some 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 of them look like they calling you through a toaster. For real, and, and a toaster would be better. <laughs> like you, like you calling me on a Nokia flip phone. Like I. I didn't know uh, landlines had FaceTime. <laughs> like, honest to God. And it just, like, sucks because it's like, what can they do about it? I mean, you know, but you know what? At least they're not white cisgender men because it would be a million times worse, you know, dealing with all of that on top of being white. Oh, and a my man. God. I, I couldn't mean, even imagine. I just don't know how they're coping. You wow. Wow. Write us if you need support, because that has to be difficult. Just the whiteness of it all. Wow. Feel for you. Prayers wow. with I you all. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Aww. Aww. I mean, no internet access, can't get the directions to the MAGA rally. How are you going to get there, you know? Poor you guys. Anyway, this was not the topic of the episode at all. Yep. Could be. We might as well just count it. Black excellence? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm ready to go, so. But I'm always ready to go. <laughs> Dang, that really should be an episode. I mean, it's a ghetto, but that could we could have saved that and done like an episode about like because we did an episode about like going to school in the pandemic. But like, I mean, you be teaching. I just, I only be. Anyway, we could elaborate. We could have next week. We could do like just talking about life in the pandemic. I don't think we've ever talked about that. We might have talked about it like in snippets, but just like what we've been doing, and maybe we can like pick like two categories. Like we can elaborate more on teaching and then talk about something else. Yeah, because I think we only did the school one. We were talking about the tent. Yeah. Okay. So we could do teaching. We could we could keep going with teaching. 
and then we could do like classically black when does ISBM come out oh not for another month I was mm-hmm. gonna say planning an organization but we'll have to wait for that and why when we have an episode idea so <laughs> we could we could do teaching and okay well I mean <clears throat> I mean we could have a real conversation about motivation and practice cause baby my whole thing has been like I really have to stop myself from being like practice for what yeah I that's what really I really have to stop myself from that that was something because I also I have a lot of qualms about about the whole situation with um with um like the way y'all trying to act like this is normal you know like yeah this is ridiculous and then it's like and, and black people especially right now because it's like that's a whole other thing on top of everything else that everyone is going through yes everybody's in the pandemic yes like everybody's in this crazy election but also there's a lot of stuff that is that is very specific to y'all black students that y'all are just yeah mm-hmm. well anyway still do mm-hmm. so like th- th- like i just don't understand like i mean i understand because they cannot they can never understand but like i just don't understand how y'all have no like you never step back to think like hey maybe this is absolutely batshit crazy that we're not only still having the semester but actually compressing the semester so that it's more work in less time huh makes sense fun 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 and it's difficult i'm like i'm like extremely happy to be here but like i don't know i don't i don't feel the brunt of the school stuff because i'm not taking like classes you know what i'm saying <laughs> but like the or- it's like yeah it's kind of weird I, I don't it's hard because like first of all i have to figure out what, what i'm gonna say about that because it's like i signed up for this and it's like i'm very grateful to finally have gotten a fellowship and part of the fellowship is being in an orchestra but so i do i guess i do have something to practice for okay but like so I have to figure out how I'm going to navigate this conversation. I have to think through that. Because also people from the orchestra listen to this. I, I don't think they listen. Ooh, it's Monday. But it's like <laughs> they'll like tap in every once in a while. And I don't want them to drop a pin in the wrong spot. But also it's like, I mean, y'all, that's the reality that a lot of people are going through. And, and y'all never talk about, you know, like mm-hmm. sometimes that practice for what does come up. And I mean, that's my permanent situation. But um because it's like especially when i mean the election has impending doom is on the horizon in that sense and also in the whole climate thing and in the whole uh on the verge of a civil war thing and like pandemic also killing people by the tens of thousands hundreds of thousands like it is very very difficult to prepare for a future that you cannot imagine Mm-hmm. you know like everything is so unpredictable there's it's like it's like jenga when you get like right to the edge mm-hmm. like you know it's like it, it's not just one thing any one of these things could be the downfall of the future so mm-hmm. <laughs> so i mean this is mad depressing but it's it's the truth it's like if you can't even visualize what the heck is my life gonna look like in six months let alone a year or five years and we could what are you preparing that- for we couldn't even do that before the pandemic because it's like life is constantly changing. So now you're adding this 
and it's what's i think my like practice for what is more of like on a global thing on like a on an overarching thing i mean so it's like i have to practice smetna because that's the quartet we're playing i have to practice the rep that they gave us because like that's in a couple of weeks or whatever that's next week but I'm talking about like I don't what is classical music you're, all these orchestras are closing down that like part. what is it going to look like and then also I'm grappling with I want to work for myself and but I can't I can't tell that I will not say on the mics <laughs> because it's like what won't you say on the mics don't worry y'all edit it out Katie don't worry <laughs> I will I mean like it is whatever <laughs> but kidding. I I mean, it's whatever. Even if it were to accidentally like, because I'm, I don't know what ended up on the episode last week. Because I definitely like, <laughs> I fell asleep at the end, and then it was like, all right, bye, y'all. And I was like, wait, hold on. <laughs> well, I woke up hope. to that. I'll, I think let's it's hope fine. neither of us said our social security number at the end of the last week's episode. <laughs> I think it was fine because I felt I I remember seeing like okay cool 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 because it was I never edit late ever I never edit late I'd rather get up early but that was gonna screw me over the next day mm-hmm. so like I stayed up and it was we had twenty minutes I'm like cool it's two o'clock in the morning cool twenty minutes I got this and then I woke up all right bye y'all even though both of our memories probably will be completely erased by then. <laughs> I mean, I just really, it just really, like, I when I tell you my memory used to be so good, but I have to remind myself that, like, I also used to do nothing, so that's why it's easier. Okay. But also, all hope is that we have to record the next episode very soon, so. But, um, yeah, what were we talking about? We were talking about how difficult it is to, like, to plan and prepare for the future when everything is just hanging in the balance which is also like I feel like it's something it's not even specific to classical music but it, mm-hmm. it is in because classical music is not just being in school but it's also something that's um specific to being in school and just anything that has moving parts and anything that has like an ongoing like commitment so like mm-hmm. school work and playing on an instrument because it's like we've talked about breaks before and how you know you being off your instrument you can feel that so it feels like you don't know what you're working towards but then also you feel like you can't take a break because the future is unpredictable mm-hmm. you know like it's just difficult to um to be at ease in anything because it's like okay yeah it's a pandemic but you can't even really like sit back and be like man it's a pandemic let me be easy on myself because it's like you still got that lesson on monday literally you know you still gotta you can still got that rehearsal on wednesday you still got that assignment due on thursday like this is ghetto yeah and i'm usually like a pretty optimistic person but like every once in a while i'll be like like for example i actually i think i've been vocal about this to my friends i actually don't mind wearing the mask because i can talk to myself in public and and someone was like, Katie, we can still hear. And I'm like, I'm not having a full on debate in the middle of the aisle in in Aldi. You know, well, Katie, what do you think? I don't know, Katie. What about you? <laughs> like, it's not even that, but I can just live my life inside my head out loud because I have a mask on. Um, but it's hard for me to visualize like our world after this because I feel like it will never be the same. Because even if, even if we and I'm not trying to stress somebody out, but even if we got like a vaccine, how do you sure that 
like everyone got you know what i'm saying like how are you sure who gets it and stuff i feel like we're always gonna have to wear masks and it's hard and it's like we built our our careers on like performing for audiences and i mean like yeah whatever the we've gotten over pandemics before so i'm sure there will be a time but it's like that's not gonna be for a long time and i feel like everyone's ignoring the huge elephant in the room like <laughs> you're annoying because it's like it's a little bit easier for me to visualize because i have the fellowship so it's like we are performing like we get on stage and like whatever but and i i, I go to rehearsal i haven't rehearsed with the symphony yet but you know i got my first little one two three on i'm playing um i'm really excited i'm kind of scared but i'm playing come on uh, Deshrana Dreyer, soloist can you imagine i'd rather i rather i don't even know what i'd rather do than that can you imagine the what, vetting shamans the vetting process for the fellows can you imagine if you had to play a solo with the with the organ <laughs> i would never i would quit <laughs> it's not it's it's never that deep but um yeah i'm, I'm excited because we playing a viola concerto for for four violas and when they said to play with the part four i thought i was i'm i'm picturing a viola section i'm like okay probably gonna be eight of us you know what I'm saying? Doubling. No. So, you know, I'm going to be on my beta blockers real heavy that day. I'm scared. What day that? Y'all playing in person? Oh, yeah. I'm not, I'm not giving that information. Y'all okay. So, the website will. Nobody <laughs> 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 I think it's, it's going to be live streaming. That's going to have to be up to y'all. But, um, yeah, I'm actually really, really excited. I'm really scared. I'm gonna have my beta blockers on deck because I don't need to feel nothing. I need to focus. And it's Telemon. <laughs> it's Telemon. So, oh, I think I heard that before. It's not nearly as bad as the spend that we had to play in a couple weeks. <laughs> okay, big viola solo. Good to know. I feel dumb because I'm the one who suggested it. I'm just throwing peace names out. And in my defense, the first thing I said was the Coleridge Taylor. That's the first thing I said. And I'm like, great, we'll play Coleridge Taylor and Smetna. Of course, we played Smetna first. No coincidence there. But, um, <laughs> yep, it's going to be grand. Um, So I, it's a little bit easier for me to be like the day-to-day practice is easier because I have to learn the music and stuff. But the what what I've been really struggling with is like I'm in excerpt class, and I'm really in. I've been it's been difficult for me to practice excerpts because I'm just like, I'm sorry, which orchestras are giving auditions right. now? And I know there's like that if you stay ready, you gotta if you if you stay ready, you ain't gotta get ready. Like I completely understand that, but it's also like we don't even know what this is gonna look like. So it's like. Right. Yes. Y'all need to be getting ready for the apocalypse. That's right. And you know what I'm saying? After this vaccine come out, y'all y'all don't whipped it up in a in a, a, a oyster uh in a oyster blender from Walmart. Y'all don't whip it up in some <laughs> <laughs> Not it as in one batch. <laughs> y'all don't y'all don't whipped it up in one of them blenders from Walmart. This is gonna be I am legend up in this joint. And I'm, you know, I'm scared. I don't live. I live in an apartment, but I live in a guest house. So like, when them junts come up to the um the door, it's gonna be over. What am I gonna do? Throw my rosin? It's gonna be over. I'm gonna get bit, and you gonna see me. You know, <laughs> this, this episode is over. There's no, 
there's no like excellence there's no piece of the week there's no outro nothing i'm turning my microphone off why that is something we have to consider what kind of vaccine get whipped up like that i was just about to say it's a reason why it takes them to approve takes them years to approve a, a vaccine like years and it's like i know they they trying their very best but it's like yeah also no they are not <laughs> oh the doctors yeah yeah the doctors are because <laughs> I, I thought you oh. meant oh no just the doctors <laughs> but it's gonna be just like that opening scene that i am legend i've never seen that movie so i'm glad this bunch of mutant people from a i think from a vaccine something about a butterfly it's been a while but yeah his daughter got bit up and then yeah it's a lot it's up <laughs> i don't remember exactly wow. but yeah you turn into a mutant but I, I assume mutants don't have to pay bills so I don't sound that bad <laughs> right yo your landlord come over here you uh rent is due you just <laughs> start growling at her oh. and I feel that's how it start because I feel like they attract to light or something let me stop because I'm gonna scare myself for no reason <laughs> but now she come knocking at my door she a mutant already they done got her now she bite me now I'm a mutant what are we talking about <laughs> All I'm saying is some stuff about to pop off. And also, the way that the incumbent is acting, it just is like, it is very bleak. I feel like we're living, we're living in the twilight zone. If you've been keeping up, like, politically with the little judge thing, I don't got a problem with old girl. Actually, I do. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> it's not a political podcast, so I don't want to get too much into that, but it's like, stuff really being black and white. First of all, I just think they just need more. They need more, like tell it like it is. Black people in there because I really feel like a lot of that back and forth with everything that's been going on debates. Oh this, my god! This little judge. Let me moderate that debate. If y'all had like about three, four, ten of us in there, you know what I'm saying? So shut up! <laughs> like it would just be, it would just be over. There will be nothing to talk about because it's like. The stuff if you if you're watching if you're keeping up with the with like the judge and stuff, the math ain't mathing. It's like this lady racist, but got black kids. She's very dangerous. She got dangerous. two black kids that she adopted from Haiti. You know they let us try to save somebody. It's just a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. And then going people on. think that that's an excuse. I'm like, you think you you think having black kids makes you not racist? And that is that is a, a a telltale sign of someone that is completely and totally unfamiliar with the nuances of racism. Racism mm-hmm. does not mean, oh, I can't be in the same room as black people because I hate their guts. It does not always take place that way. Yeah, you can have black kids, you can have a black significant other, you can have black parents, and and still be racist. Yeah. There's a million ways under the sun you could be racist. And so people are like, well, that's like that dude. He he adopted some kid from south america he was a um like a, he's in congress and um he was like and how dare you i have a son he's from he's from like cuba or something he's like, and he's from cuba and 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 i have him and i love my son and the black guy who was questioning him he was like mm, was that a nerve <laughs> <laughs> see you need more black people up there you just need yeah. it we will get stuff done because it will be no more of that. It will be no more. It will be all the stuff. And the thing that really, you really can't pay too much attention to us because the, the fact that Congress looks nothing like America really irritates me. It's really a bunch of white men up there with a little sprinkle of Kamala, a little sprinkle of the uh, senator from Minnesota. I forgot her name. 
little sprinkle of this. Ilhan Omar. Yeah, a little sprinkle of that. And it's just like, it's pathetic. And you got these people that's up there that's talking about, like, the the hem of their garment touching death. Talking about... I was just about to say the median <laughs> age in the, is either the Senate or is either the one of the either the Senate, the House or the whole Congress in um in whole is like sixty two. I think like, it's the con- I think it's I think it's the House. See, but the Senate like, ain't far off. I mean, I wouldn't believe. I'm like half of y'all were here when George Washington invented the rules. That's why y'all don't want nothing to change. Y'all signed the the you Declaration heard, of Independence. I mean, we were, but but you heard when um they were like there was something that was like our words tell so much about us because when Lindsey Graham was like uh, he was questioning the judge lady and was like um do you think there's any threat of going back to the good old days of segregation? Huh? He but the minute the minute Lindsey. The minute Lizzie started talking, I'm like, he sound racist. <laughs> That's why there was girl. There's it so has many nothing things. to do with him being from the south. I could just it's it's just a way I could just tell. And the camera pan and I saw what it saw. You know, I ain't gonna say too much. And I was like, oh, okay. First of all, the fact that I even know these people's names, I've never been this involved. But you know what? Shout out to Twitter because it's just at my fingertips. I could just click mm-hmm. on it real quick. Keep creep scrolling. Shout out to the update. Keep scrolling. You know what I'm saying? But we are literally doomed. <laughs> Every episode of Classically Black circles back to this. We gotta we gotta do a lighthearted episode. Maybe we should insert an episode. We gotta do something lighthearted sometime soon. Cause <laughs> I mean, people know we have joking. I mean, let me not say that. But um, because people are always like, you guys is laughs. They uplift us. And lately, whoo, Chile. <sighs> I mean, I be feeling bad, but also like we just we be laughing through it. It's like, ha ha, we're doomed. You know? And right, and black people always do that. Black people will, if they gonna do something, they gonna they gonna joke through it all. Yeah, it's a defense mechanism because we're literally going through so much. Like someone tweeted, uh, someone tweeted was like, I love seeing because it was like a picture of Le- it was a video of LeBron James's daughter. She has a replica playhouse that looks exactly like the main house, just like <laughs> it's a replica. And someone was like, I love seeing black, rich, black uh, kids. And I'm like, I love seeing rich black people, period. Like, um, Offset, when he has his, oh, Offset, y'all keep him anyway. But Offset, when he has oh. his, uh, oh, no, a better example. Marseille has a has a chain that says, why, hold on, let me say it in my head first. Okay, she has a chain that says, YRN, if you know, you know. And I love that. Yeah. Just rich. I love seeing I love seeing the blacks with their Birkin the bags. Blacks. I can say that because I'm black. With their Birkin bags. I love seeing culture. Um I love seeing culture with her little baby Birkin bag. I love seeing rich black people because we, we're not culture supposed is to Cardi have- B's daughter for y'all who don't know. All right. I, <laughs> I was trying to remember her last name. Culture, Kiari, Cephas. Cephas. I love seeing Culture Cephas with her um with her little mini Birkin bags. I love seeing the YouTube tubers. I love seeing Jackie Anna with her mat uh Ben's truck because we're not we weren't supposed to make it this far. It makes me happy to see black people enjoying themselves and having lots and lots and lots of money. And now mm-hmm. I understand that like they're there's a lot of us who are closer to poverty than we would than we realize. Vast majority. 
one thing I tried to start doing and like not to not to be like oh Katie's a saint but I saw another black person doing it and I wanted to pass it along because I tried to keep singles in in my um your car yeah and I saw a YouTuber do that and I'm like I'm gonna start doing that you keep singles in your car so when you see when you see people because and it's not even about to be like oh you're such a good person it's like you are not far from that <laughs> like yeah. you are not you're not far from that and i feel like people will be way more sympathetic like even at your little 90k your little 100k you're not far from you are a couple mischecks away from being in a compromised situation you know what i'm saying um yeah, but you yeah, can't even get me started on, on how people treat homeless people it's I'll, terrible yeah but yeah i mean girl i don't know i mean you the only thing that keeps me going is because i just don't feel like having a bad lesson because that would just have me, that would have me tight i'll be tight all day I would, i'll be tight all weekend i'll just be tight so mm-hmm. you know i'll practice a little giant or whatever what, what are yeah. we even doing we're gonna say i just need to get to the end of this degree so anyway it's like it's hard because it's like what is the what is the what is the solution but also like Y'all expect people to keep functioning normally. It doesn't make sense. I, this know, is a normal. You know what I don't like? You know what I really, really don't like? All of my kids have school all day. Like, they sit in front of a Zoom all day. One of my, one of my girls, she, had, she, she bought some glasses to help with the the light from the computer because she was having headaches one of my i was talking to one of my students she was like i was like hi are you okay she's like yeah i'm okay i miss my friends like i don't like that i don't like i don't know what the solution is because kids have to be able to read you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. kids, kids have to be able to read they don't want life to stop but there has to be because even it doesn't even make sense because even if you look at like a homeschool schedule, I watch a couple of people on YouTube who homeschool their kids and it's like, yeah, they show me 20 minutes of their life. I don't know what they do every day, but they're not when you see kids getting homeschool, they'll do like an hour of something this day, an hour or something this day. They're not just on a computer and also not even just the kids like. Like, I remember, like, at the beginning of the pandemic when I was in, in school and I was just teaching. When you are on a computer teaching, it is so exhausting. Mm-hmm. Why was this a solution? Why was it the solution to be like, yeah, we're going to have regular school? And then they came up with this little thing. A lot of schools are doing, like, they have mon- Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Wednesday, asynchronous. Why? Why can't you just do, like... I don't know what the solution is. I don't know, but yeah, my brothers, in front of a they computer. have a day off in the middle of the week. Huh? They have a day off in the middle of the week. My brother's school. Yeah, that's how my cousin's school is, and that's how uh, Rochester schools Rochester schools are. They have a day off in the middle, and they still give them the same amount of homework. I heard more homework from some. Exactly. I'm like, why? <clears throat> you know what? Logic logic eludes a lot of y'all. So. And it's 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 a difficult balance because some students do need that because they were struggling in person. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, I don't know. 
Yeah, and I know everybody is like this. Of course, can nobody predict this? And people are reacting, except for the you know the people in the government who knew about it months before. But you know, neither here nor there. Um, I know that a lot of people are reacting, but also you get paid a salary to, to react to this. So I feel like if the right people were in charge, if the white people, if the white, if the right white people are in charge. If the right people were in charge, <laughs> however, I feel like we just have a better solution. We would have a better solution. Delaney, I went to Aldi today in an effort to because Trader Joe's has really been disrespecting my pocketbook. So I went to Aldi, Trader Joe's cousin from the hood, in an effort not to spend as much money, spent the same amount of money. <laughs> so that's great. Love that for me. So I was um for some cilantro. This dude was in the store, oh, took his I remember mask off, sneezed five consecutive times into his hand and then use that same hand and I'm just and then the lady <laughs> the lady who was by me she we made we both with each other and she was like he's supposed to be at home I said right we're never gonna get out of this I'm, oh I mean it's gonna you know what it's gonna be great guys it's gonna be so much fun yeah, okay. yeah I mean it's gonna be fun on the way up on the rapture that can't be far <laughs> that can't be far it can't be far. I'm wee, <laughs> or way up, or just staying here. I mean, you can't tell me. I mean, listen, I ain't want to try. I don't want to say the wrong thing. You can't tell me God not rethinking a free will thing. I think the free will got out of hand. And Amari, Amari w- was acting like I was crazy when I was like, "This can't be what he had in mind." It was. <laughs> you can't. You can't. I tell said me. Satan. Satan must have snuck up. Behind a computer where God, you know, he he coded everything, made mm-hmm. Earth what he wanted. He snuck up and cut the, and cut the red cable. That's what he did. That's what Satan did because this can't be what. <laughs> it's not. Couldn't have been the the vision. You see what happened? I went when I see Eve. I want you to tell me exactly what that apple tasted like, girl. That better best. That had to be the best apple. In the whole wide world. I want that too. Will you tell me about the apple that you sacrificed your bed before? It has to have tested like them, them hot Cheeto asteroids that came in that can. It has you to have been what? like that. said it must have tasted like them hot Cheeto asteroids that came in that, that like <laughs> canister thing. If it ain't taste like that, she ain't got no excuse. Girl, that has to be. I want, I want, tell me. Well, I don't it's know. Been, I want to. I kind of want to like interact with our people who listen. I want to call you listeners, but people who listen to the show. I want to interact and like, what do y'all think? Like, what do y'all think classical music is going to look like after this? Because we were supposed to do that. Remember? No. Okay. Well, we'll talk about it later. I don't know. Oh, what we were. Yeah. yeah. Okay, there'll be a follow up to this yeah. because um, we can't be the only ones thinking. I'm not listen. What I'm not saying is that like classical music will make a return, right? Because there was like that little we've been here before, you know, with the pandemic and stuff. Millions of people died, whatever. But um, so there will be a return after this. I'm just like that takes time. Mm-hmm. 
And the way y'all just letting it run rampant, how many of us will be here for that return? Well. Well, great. Love this for us. Positive, positive, positive. Woo! Rainbows and sprinkles. Everything's going to be okay, guys. Yay, woo! Positivity. I feel like I feel like in general we're, we're positive people. Delaney. Well, I feel like we be I feel like we be capping a little bit. Like we don't actually think the rapture's happening tomorrow. I mean it might, but you know what I mean. <laughs> let's just keep let's just go on because it's not on how to wrap it up. <laughs> That might be a relief, though. Let's think about it, guys. All right. (laughs) All right. It's time for Black Excellence, where we hype you up, gas you up, and give you what what episode to have a Black Excellence on. (laughs) Aw. Time for Black Excellence, where we hype you up, gas you up, and give you your props, because there's room for everyone at the top. Who are you talking about, Delaney? Well, it's actually funny that you say that what an episode to have a Black Excellence on, because... Um, actually, this black excellence is actually very relevant to to what we all need, which is therapy. So, um, my black excellence <laughs> this <the> week. Link. <laughs> <laughs> no, because when you said that, I was like, hmm, actually, perfect person. Her name is Melita Belgrave. Um, a little bit, well, a lot of bit about her. Um, she's a music therapist. Um, who's worked um as a music therapist in special education, mental health, rehabilitation, hospice, geriatric, and intergenerational settings throughout the country. She, (laughs) nationwide. Um, She's presented at regional, national, and international conferences, so worldwide. Um, And her research has been published in national and international journals, including the Journal of Music Therapy, Music Therapy Perspectives, Frontiers Medicine, Journal of the Music Teacher, um, and Journal of Music Teacher Education. In 2018, she was recognized by the Black Music Therapy Network, Incorporated, um, with the Annual Service Award in recognition for her exemplary commitment to advanced knowledge and um, practice in the field of music therapy. She also serves as the Chair of Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Committee uh, for the American Music Therapy Association. She also serves as a member of the editorial board board for uh, Music Therapy Perspectives and was the 2016 to 2018 chair of the International Seminar of the Commission on Special Music Education and Music Therapy. Um, she's currently a professor at Arizona State University. She teaches undergraduate and graduate music therapy courses and serves as the advisor uh, for the Music Therapy Student Organization. Um, and has been appointed as the administrator of the Arizona State University Music Therapy Clinic. Um, she holds degrees in. You're still both- going? What, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> okay, she sis. She holds uh, several degrees, including, of course, a PhD. So she got her um, her Pahuda, period. Okay. She got her first two degrees, her bachelor's and master's, um, in both in music therapy from Michigan State University and Florida State University, respectively. Um, and then she got her uh, PhD in music education with a focus on music therapy from Florida State University. Um, and last but certainly not least, her most recent accomplishment at um, Arizona State University has been, uh, in, in addition to her professorship, she was uh, just named Associate Dean for Culture and Access for the Herberger, yeah, Herberger Institute for Design and the Arts. 
So shout out to her. We're gonna need Dang. you. <laughs> right. <laughs> Ooh, we need all you to y'all ain't got 24 hours a day. Like right, all of y'all, exactly. you can't tell me that. Can't tell me. Yeah, can't 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 tell me. Right. Some of y'all got Mars days. <laughs> For real. Ooh, shout out to you, sis, and we're gonna need you. <laughs> yep. So all right, got a piece? Yep, my piece of the week is Peter and the Wolf because that's been in my mind all week for whatever that that little line. That's Is that Prokofiev? Yeah, that's Prokofiev. See you. When Proko loves the key and he doesn't do all that weird junk, you see how normal that was? Okay. That's like very, you know what I'm saying? I like this recording uh, with Eugene Ormandy, so I will. Oh, that's um, Justice Kanye's people. Right? Eugene Ormandy went over there at Philadelphia. I'm sorry, at the Joseph Kanye's Orchestra. Right. Right. Right? I used to really know these conductors. I mean, I don't know who that is, but like I used to really know. Um, I mean, who else is there to know over there, though? So besides just yep, I, look at me knowing about white people. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> this episode should should, should cease. You <laughs> said what? So this episode should cease. Under his baton, the Philadelphia, I'm sorry, the Joseph Conyers Orchestra had right. three gold records and won two Grammy Awards. I'm very proud of that. See, and oh, that's why I hate classical music. Under Joseph Conyers' bow? I mean, I don't know how they won all them Grammys without Joseph Conyers being there because that was like, I think, I don't, did Eugene, I think he passed. Oh. All right? Yep. Oh, been gone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 1985. Oh, wow. Dang. Well, so maybe like after that, that's when they they probably went through that little weird period, and then they were like, "We gotta rename the orchestra," right? And because they probably was, yeah anticipated his arrival, and so they just gave them those Grammys beforehand, and were like, "Listen, I know y'all don't know who this is right now, okay, but someone named Joseph Collins is gonna come and save this entire orchestra, so we're just gonna go ahead and give you the Grammys up front, and he'll earn them later." Right. Oh, okay, yeah. that makes a lot of sense. Right. And they'd be like, yeah. "Who is Joseph Conyers?" Like, I, they probably haven't even asked that because you know Joseph Ben Conyers. Right. So Ben Conyers. So right. <laughs> <laughs> Not at always circling back to this. <laughs> like, we had a whole episode unrelated. I'm actually really proud of that, and that's why I hate classical music. Because why am I proud of that? You used to have to know, like, when I was studying conducting, you had to know, like had to know like the big conductors in, in general like that i mean that's not really for eugene norman it's like a huge conductor but look at me go wow well all that loan money finally paying off all right thank you so much for listening to classically black podcast don't forget to follow us on social media at classically black podcast not when i reach for my phone you stop stop doing what you don't want to show the people what you're doing here delaney Please do it again. What were, what were you saying? Delaney, just do it again. Show the yeah, people what you've been doing. I was just sitting doing. here. Sitting there doing what? Sitting. Delaney, just do it again. I am doing it. Sitting right here where I was the whole time. Not moving at all? Well, I mean, you know, I'm playing with my hair a little bit. but Not know. moving your head back and forth like a five-year-old? 
I don't know. I don't really know any five-year-olds, so I don't really know what they do. Can't really say what it was like. So. Hmm. Thanks for listening to Classic Black Podcast. Don't forget to follow us on social media at Classic Black Podcast. If you have a piece of the week suggestion, a black exit suggestion, or an intermission suggestion, send to classicblackpodcast at gmail.com and we will talk to you. You're such a child. <laughs> you probably put my phone down. I don't like you. Goodbye. I don't even care about this little thing. Bye. <laughs> Bye.